Survivor 46 is here, and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast, and we have a twist this season. The winner of Survivor 45, D. Vyadaris, will be joining us every week. We're going behind the scenes of the biggest moments, the how and the why things happen, and the strategy and analysis you can only get from someone like me, a Survivor winner. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcast. Today on the TMZ Podcast. Hello and welcome to the TMZ Podcast. I'm Charlie Cotton and I'm joined by Lauren LaRosa. Yes. Hello. Who's come straight from the BET Awards to the podcast studio. Yeah. Excuse my appearance today, guys. It's not slaying. Well, lucky it's a, it's just audio for the people listening. I, okay. For the people listening, excuse my voice because I had a time this weekend. If you're watching on YouTube, I'm so YouTube, sorry. Uh, I'm so sorry. Okay. You do so fake. Soon Before we started this, <laughs> she was like, no, it's fine. We can on here. It's like, girl, you look horrible. <laughs> yeah. you, you were telling me that you're not even supposed to be here today? No. Oh, my gosh. I thought that I requested off today because so the BET Awards weekend goes from Thursday and you have to mon- take the Monday to just kind of get your life together because you're partying all night Sunday after the awards. Right. I had an event on Thursday and then, you know, I ended last night. At 3 a.m. and realized I had to be at TMZ at 6. Oh, no. Yep, I got like half lashes on. Edges is laid from last night. I should have kept my makeup on from yesterday. That's what I should have did. I mean, I look good at the awards, too. You look good at the awards? Oh, yes. The the BET Awards, it was was different this year because there was no host. Let's just get straight into it. You know, I won't set up the episode like I usually do. What was it like? There was quite a few headlines to come out of it. Um, the biggest one I thought was that Migos reunited on stage. Yes, right? which no one knew. Like, you know how normally there's like rumblings? Like, we had saw them together for Takeoff's birthday celebration on uh, around on or around Juneteenth, um, which was like not even like a week ago, really. So we had kind of knew that, like, you know, that they were at least cordial enough to get together for his birthday. But it, it, it's Takeoff's birthday. Mm. So we'd, you would assume that they're able to do that, especially because there's been a little bit of time that has passed. And for anyone watching that doesn't know, like, the Migos group has been monumental as a three. After Takeoff, uh, who was one of the three, was killed, uh, Quavo and Offset, who are two of the big names from the group, they, even before prior to this, they were not getting along. Like, there was a very big divide in the group. Um... Quavo had actually come out and did a song, and he said that the Migos is no more. If if Takeoff is not here, we have no more Migos. We won't see that again. At, so, at the Grammys, they were beefing heavy. Yes. Like backstage, they were shouting. Yes, there was a big shouting match, uh, you know, backstage at the Grammys because Quavo was doing a uh, memorial or tribute Didn't for want Takeoff. Offset on it. And what we were told is that he did not want Offset involved. It was just like a whole thing. But I think people have to realize, I mean, it came out that they're not biologically family, which most black people knew. Your cousin is your cousin, but it don't got to be your cousin. Right. That's like a thing. But it, but I think with these guys, it I, it was surprising to see them on stage because I really mm. thought that like we wouldn't see that, at least not for a long time. And not musically, not a performance. But it, I think everybody in the room, like when I tell you guys, everybody instantly just like gasped. Like you felt the the emotion in the room. Yeah. There were people like where I was seated at that were actually like crying. Like, because it was just like, wow, we really thought we wouldn't see that. And then the way that the graphics were set up, they had takeoff in the background. They had, uh, like, there was, like, a spot, like, like a third beam. And uh, Quavo and Offset were very, very, like, 
it's like they were almost working with a third person who wasn't there. Like the, the mm. beam was there. They were on opposite sides of it. Let, let's, let's play I want you guys to see audio. it. Yeah. yeah. And, 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 and listen to it. Yeah. Rockets taking off. I yes, like that. but I like but it was that. crazy because even you know how like they set up the stage at the award shows. Yeah, you kind of know who's coming on next, or like you just see the person. You didn't even see them. They revealed them, and then the whole crowd just like people were standing on their seats. Like it was a moment. for And sure. then Bad and Bougie came on. Oh my god! When they did when they did Bad and so they did so they started with some of the newer stuff, and mm. then they ended like with like the older stuff, like Bad and Bougie. It was just good to see them on stage and like they're dancing with each other and they're like, you know what I mean? Like yeah. it, the camaraderie was there and it didn't feel forced. It didn't feel like, okay, we're making these two guys come do this tribute. You know what I mean? It felt like they wanted to be there. Are they, they back together? The together. Are, the, are the Migos back together or is this just, you know, one-off tribute? I, I'm not, I don't really know for sure. I feel like the Migos will always be the Migos. I don't know what's about to happen musically, but I can tell you yesterday watching them on stage, you felt that they missed each other. Like mm. it just was good. And there was a video of them backstage too. Like as they were like, you know, saying hi to other people, uh, there was a video of them like saying hi to T.I. And they're like, I don't know. It just, I can't describe it. That's it nice. just, it was, yeah, it was one of those things. Like you got kind of teary out a bit. Like, dang, like they've been through so much. I'm just happy mm. to see they finally have each other to go through it. And tell me about JT and Lil Uzi Vert, who were beefing in the audience. He was sat next to Ice Spice, and then he even sang about sort of wanting wanting to bang a girl looking like Ice Spice on stage. In, and, and then and then she went off. JT, his girlfriend from the City Girl, she went off at him in front of everyone. Yeah. Okay. So and it was like it was weird because it was like delays. So Uzi opened the show. Oh. Um. So Uzi opened the show. The show was going on. All of a sudden, like there's there's video. We didn't also too. I want to I want to say for the people that were in the audience at the awards, unless you were in that those they were in the first row. So if you were not in the first or second row, you had no idea what was going on, but you saw it. You, so everyone in the audience was looking at this. Argument. So let let's watch this video or and listen to this video first, and then I'll explain okay. from a person that was there. She's such a sad. She threw the phone and said, give me my phone. <laughs> so so is this for so, real? It almost seems like unexplainably like such the, the fact that Lil Uzi is singing about Ice Spice, then flirting with Ice Spice in front of his girlfriend, JT. It almost seems like, is this a PR stunt? No, I'm telling you, this was not a PR stunt. So uh, they were first, second row. I think me and my friends were maybe like ninth or 10th row. Hello. And the, the aisle that she, so... She, there's video of her storming up the aisle yeah. to leave. We were seated right there. So when you saw her coming, you knew something was wrong. She you had sure? that look. Like as a woman, I just oh. knew I'm like, somebody pissed her off. Oh, no. But you could tell she was trying to keep it together because there's also like seat fillers and fans in the audience. People are recording and she's like, people are yelling her name. She's like smiling. And literally like you see her, she's storming up. And then all of a sudden you see this little like black hoodie, this guy <laughs> like run up and I'm like, oh shit, that's Uzi. He's tiny so, then, so he runs up and he like grabs her and she's like, get off of me. And as soon as she goes like this, like, like guys, like she's like pushing him back. You can't, if you can't, you guys can't see me. You can only hear me. Lauren's throwing to, hands right she, now. No, she's shadow boxing. I'm trying to tell you, I thought it was about to be like, really? uh, it was going down in there. Okay. Cause she was so upset. 
When I say security, their securities swarmed them and got in the middle. Like, they had to take a minute just to get that broken up to then seat everybody to start the show. She's probably a, be a bit triggered by Ice Spice stuff, having heard her man rapping about it on stuff. And, and then, then he took a picture with Ice Spice as well. There's a selfie. Ice Spice posted the photo. She posted. And it's so it's kind of like, I don't know, you know, if maybe there's some back history there where like, Gotta you be, know what man. I mean? Like, I, I, I don't really know, but she was very upset. You hear in the video, she calls him a groupie. Right. So he's a, just a big fan of Ice Spice. I mean, everyone I, in the world for some reason right now is is obsessed with Ice Spice. And it's nothing wrong with that, but I just think when you are a male artist and there's a new hot girl out like Ice Spice, JT and um, Young Miami are still, you know what I mean? The city girls are still the biggest. But it's just like you got to be cautious of certain things. As a woman artist or a woman in general, even taking pictures with a guy, they can't hold you certain ways, whatever, because mm. then it starts rumors. I think for JT, it just seems like there was a, she felt disrespected. So she reacted the way that she reacted. And the whole time, even when he's sitting down, when he's up and running after her, you're he hearing him like, I didn't even do anything. I didn't even do anything. So I don't know if like- He's such a sweet guy. Like I've interviewed him a few times and I've always struck by what a nice- Guy is. He is nice, but nice guys can, you can know also, what I mean, rub you the wrong way as well. Right, Obviously, yeah. she was rubbed the wrong way. Yes. And I, I, I don't really know everything, but I, I will say, like, if it was me and it was my guy and you're Uzi, everything you say gets picked up and then y'all are seated next to each other and the photos are coming and I'm sitting right here, mm. it is a little bit like, okay, relax. Like, do you want to autograph too? Like, <laughs> like, you know what I mean? But I, like, Another behind the scenes question. Did Sexy Red really get up and perform Pound oh, Town? Oh, baby, did she? Let me show you. I got video oh, on you my got, phone. Oh, you got video? Yes. So uh, th that was the best part of the award. Because Pound Town's obviously quite explicit. I don't know that they let that Town. on the actual show. But in the commercial break, apparently, she stood up and sang and everyone yeah. went off. So it, the, the, uh, during the awards, um, they had Kid Capri DJing. It, the BET Awards this year were celebrating 50 years of hip-hop. So Kid Capri was taking us on the journey of, like, from... New York to uh, LA all of the years of hip hop like there's so many people performing he was playing different songs while we were waiting for like the next sets he just played her song just playing it and she stood up with her stack of money and started going off <laughs> the whole crowd like stood up and was like, like she has also has like a hot song of the summer the whole crowd stood up everybody's recording her Christian Rock stood up and started twerking she was sitting next to her that set the crowd off as well it was a good time was everyone was everyone just going going off that those um, opening lyrics which are just uh, uh, it's so explicit. Um, I, I sing the song word for word. The oh, whole you song. Did, oh, did everyone was just doing Everybody it? Everybody does. That's... I think even, even the guys, you can't, even the guys, you got to hit the pound town. Is that pound town? Like, is, is, that, is that song good or is it ironically good? I think it's just a bop. Like, it's just like, you don't think that much into but it. But is she like a good rapper or is it just kind of I don't know. I've, I, outside of that song, I haven't really looked into her much. But I will say that that, that song has me in a very much of a chokehold. Very wow. Much so. I mean, that's a pun given what the song's about. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> la last thing, last thing, on, last thing on the BET stuff. Oh, my voice sounds horrible. BET nah, Awards got good. the good. It's thing. husky. It's good. Um, Patti LaBelle, she forgot the Tina Turner lyrics. I love Patti LaBelle. But I was watching that performance and I turned to my friend and said, she don't know the words. She's, she's like, only, she's like trying to get through, but she's like really only singing the chorus. And at, there, her, at some point, her mic got turned down. Because uh -huh. I'm like, it's Patti LaBelle. Why are why is the the audio why the, the why is the track over her so much? It's the and most basic I, song that Tina sung too. Dun, dun, dun. You're simply the best. But like, she knew that part. She knew the chorus right. and she added the best like as much as she could to it. Like she was rifting, she was doing all that. They brought the choir out. 
but she did not know the main part. And then there was a teleprompter that was supposed to be helping her, and she couldn't read it. Like she said, she couldn't read it. She couldn't see it. But you shouldn't be able reading a teleprompter for like simply the best, better than all I the rest. don't know. I just felt like I was like, I know this is gonna go viral because people already feel like Patty Labelle is shady as hell. Right. So it's just one of them things, and like we we have audio, you guys can hear. It. I mean, she sounded good for the part she did know, but it was just like. She said it though, because when you were when I was watching it, when you were watching it, I think even people at home on Twitter, like you knew something was like you're like, what is she doing? Because she was only really strongly, strongly singing the chorus, and I'm like, does wow. she not know the words? And wow. then she said, I can't see the teleprompter. Bit embarrassing. Bit I mean, embarrassing. It, it, it looks like a good night last night though. Oh my god! Thank you for coming in and giving us the wrap up. You're not welcome. I did not want to be here. Oh well, thank you very much for telling you that. If you're shopping while working, eating, or even listening to this podcast, then you know and love the thrill of the hunt. But are you getting the thrill of the best deals? Rakuten shoppers do. They get the brands they love with the most savings and cash back. And you can get it too. Start getting cash back at your favorite stores like Adidas, Macy's, or Levi's. And you can even stack sales on top of cash back. It's easy to use, and you get your cash back through PayPal or check. The idea is simple. Stores pay Rakuten for sending them shoppers, and Rakuten shares that money with you as cash back. Download the free Rakuten app and never miss a deal, or go to Rakuten.com to start getting the most bang for your buck. That's Rakuten. R-A-K-U-T-E-N. On to our last story. Harry and Meghan, they're at war with another big company. First, it was Spotify dropping them from the $20 million deal. Right. Now Netflix is considering dropping them from the $100 million deal because they've got to produce better content. Apparently, they really like that bombshell documentary where it exposes all the secrets. Now it's like, what else you got for me? Yeah. And the Every, answer, Nobody the, wants to go to work. I feel them. Yeah, no, I but all they've come up with since that bombshell doc, which everyone watched, they loved Netflix, um, was some... Animated series about a girl inspired by historical female figures. Bah, that was cancelled by Netflix. No one would want to watch it, they think. And they've got a they've got a documentary coming out about the Invictus Games, about Harry's like I think I think that they took on a lot really fast. And then like, you know, they took on a lot really fast and maybe it's a bit overwhelming for them because like this is like a whole new life or whatever. So, you know, trying to do all of this at once, I just think that they overpromised and underdelivered, and that's what we're seeing. But these companies don't care because they've already given them the money and now they're threatening to not give them the rest of the hundred million dollars. So right. it's like, well, what are you gonna do? Well they yeah, they're giving them half and they say we want better content because I guess because of what Spotify said and what Netflix is saying. The only string to these guys' bow is exposing family secrets. What, uh, what else? Oh, can there you no do? More, there's no more secrets. There's, the secrets are tapped out. There's what do you always got? more secrets. You just gotta get a, a spades game going, and you'll you'll find some stuff. What's bro. a spades game, bro? You don't know how. Is that cards? Yes. What do you do with it? Wow. I, I'm not. I'm from Australia. We do different drinking games over there. It, uh, 
I, I, uh, okay. I, I don't even know how to respond. I've never in my life met someone. So basically, it's just like something, you know, like you have your thing that your family sits and does where it makes you guys talk. Oh, you got your like, family does drinking games? Spades isn't really like a drinking game, it's, it's a card game. You can drink if you want, but then it gets even worse. But people are yelling at each other, slamming cards out on the table. You really find out a lot about people during the Spades game because people are so upset they say anything. Oh. So I'm just saying, they need to get something going where like you can pull more stuff out the hat. Like, yeah, yeah, exactly. take a visit home. You know, it's, yes, something yes. they, but there has to be more. I just think also too at this point, the so like the the racism stuff. I think a lot of people are starting to feel like, okay, we get it, but like you've moved on now. So like now what? Right? I know, I know. I mean, I I don't really care to watch another documentary about you know climate change or you know animals dying and like I like I get I get all of these things. They're important causes about you know female empowerment, important cause. But you are. Harry and Meghan. I want to hear something Harry and Meghan-ish. I don't want to hear you what, virtue signaling about something. What is Harry and Meghan-ish though? Um, I don't know. About sort of maybe they could do like a, a dating ga game show, like a dating show where it's about people from different countries. You know, is that good? You like no, that I, idea? I, I I just feel like they're too cliche. Like that's too cliche. There's no substance there for them. Okay, well, like, next idea then. I mean, something about royalty. What about you know? I want to be a royal. I want to meet a princess. Some sort of Dating game show about trying to meet a princess. There's plenty of dating game shows. <laughs> I don't know. I, I'm I I'm indifferent. I, I feel like people just don't care anymore because what they first started out on is kind of like dying out and it's just. What I are, the, just what are they going to do? What are they going to do now though? I don't know. I think it's just over for them. It's over for them. Mm -hmm. So, but but they need to make money somehow. Yeah. I, I I don't really know how though. Like I don't know what they do from here. I think they just invest and be quiet and just they they fought the good fight. We know that the we already knew that the the royal family had racist racist ties and all that stuff, right? They did all they could do. At this point, nothing's going to change. That's the way the system goes. And I wish them the best of luck. See you later. <laughs> Thanks for the memories, <laughs> Harry and Meghan. It was nice knowing you. Well, thank you very much for coming in for for gracing us with your presence. You're a bit of hungover. But that's all right. Thank you for being here, Lauren LaRosa. Stop saying thank you because you're not welcome. You're, I'm not welcome? No. Okay, well. See y'all later. See y'all later. <laughs> Have a good sleep, Lauren. Good night.